The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. What is up? Welcome back to Bleach Boys. Talking episode 23 of Bleach Thousand Year Blood War. This is the episode a lot of people have been dreading because everybody's favorite Storm Raider makes their appearance in this episode. I, for one, saw the leaks really early, and all I saw before going to this episode was they extended the Byakia scene, and I was like, God damn, I yeah. can't wait to watch this episode. I was very excited, especially coming off of how glowing of a review I had of episode 22 last time. Mm-hmm. I was like, S23, you know, it's going to be more of the same. All I, I should have maybe written this down. All of the episode titles and basically what they're about got leaked, supposedly. Yeah, it's I saw unconfirmed. A lot about that. So, um, but that is floating out there. So, if you do care about leaks, you care about spoilers, obviously, best of luck trying to avoid that. But we now know the general consensus of what it's going to be looking like. We can kind of take an educated guess on where they're going to be ending. So, good stuff to be looking forward to. As we thought, a lot of going to be Squad Zero versus, you know, uh, the Stern Raiders and the Royal Guards and things like that. Should be exciting. This one actually ends with that scene, which I was surprised. We're oh, kind of pretty badass. Hop right fucking into it. And then we'll start from the beginning. I'm going to try and keep the summary as brief as possible. But I took so much goddamn notes because there was so much Miguri exposition on how everything fucking worked. I was like, dude, I'm basically writing the whole the whole episode. Yeah, I'm writing, writing the whole down. fucking episode. With that, let's go. All right. So we kick back off with the Toshiro joining the fight. We get the classic reaction shot of everybody, which they've not really been keeping in the anime, so I'll take it. I my first note immediately is Ikaku's the goat. Okay. He saves Yumachika's Such ass, a dude. Good guy. Yes. Pushes so him. Yumachika goes to shoot a Bakudo, and he's like, no, you fucking idiot. You're not going to be able to block with a Keto. Knocks his ass away, and Yumichika's like, oh, thanks, Ikaku. Like, you, you, you're the boy. And then sees that Ikaku's fucking leg is covered in ice, and he's like, oh, shit. And Ikaku's like, oh, well, for a captain, like, such as Toshiro, no biggie. That no only biggie. I just lost my leg. Yeah. No biggie. I made out lucky. Yep. And then fucking zombie Toshiro is on insane crackhead time and just immediately comes over and starts slashing the fuck out of him which was fucking crazy yeah so he he does let's see i have it here ikaku gets stabbed in the shoulder by toshiro Mm -hmm. then gets slashed again in the back like he's taking a fucking lashing dude and then yumi chika comes over blocks the third hit toshiro fucking knees him with a knee covered in ice dagger see i thought that was so cool i'm like toshiro should just like include all of these things kind of like gray from uh well like the zombie fighting style to me that we see of tosher here which is like on fucking insane times two crackhead fighting style reminds me of like classic ichigo getting taken over by white or yeah. you know, ichigo where the fighting style changes so, so much drastically where it's like dude i'm asked the same question that i asked about ichigo in the hollow why does Toshiro not use this shit because he's a gentle soul yeah it's been said he's he's a lot kinder and stuff but now without any of that kindness he's just a fucking Dude, killing machine he's crazy he's aggressive Some would say he's cold he's constantly countering okay well, we're not gonna give this <laughs> he's countering and doing all kinds of crazy shit he's awesome in i this like mode. that kneeing though like yes. when he need and created yes. the spike i will say i did not see any of the purple effects that we got yeah, in bbs yeah, yeah. that was a little bit of a disappointment yeah, that's okay but any combo from fucking toshiro through this whole episode even against miyuri kaku yumichika insane really fucking good it was brutal. I remember exclaiming out loud a couple times, oh, shit. Yeah, <laughs> we hit somebody. I was watching this, and I do it like Saturday morning cartoons. I have my coffee and mm-hmm. my breakfast, and my girl's like, I'm going to sit down and watch this one with you. Sees that, she's like, what the fuck, man? This is aggressive. Dude, the ways he killed Mayuri, aggressive. The ways that he took out Charlotte, that was the most oh, gruesome one, dude. Charlotte, I am so sorry. Charlotte had his time to shine for the last episode. She will be missed. Toshiro squashed that shit into the ground this episode. I yep. was like, what the fuck? Instantly. Yeah. Which is interesting, by the way, because when Toshiro shows up, Mayuri almost has a shocked reaction of when Charlotte goes in and he's like, stop. Like, he tries to stop him. When the other captains show up, he's like, oh, yeah, you guys can take him. Go for it. So that, <laughs> I mean, listen, I love hating on Toshiro. We haven't even gotten to the parts where I love hating on Toshiro. But that being said, I think that puts a respect on Toshiro's name where Mayuri's like, don't fuck with that guy. He's a genius. He knows how to fight. He's, I mean, his powers are broken. Yeah, they, they are. They are. And I feel like for someone as studious as Miri, he probably knows better than anybody. Where it's like, 
We not we're not one hundred percent with Toshiro. He's a prodigy. He got his bankai. Who knows what powers? Don't fuck with him. Thanks. But it's like Kansei and Rose. They're washed. Go for it, dude. <laughs> Fucking take him out, <laughs> yep. please. Send the send the backup of Ronkars in, please. Zombie Toshiro is just Toshiro if you didn't fuck around. True. Thank you. True. That's a great That's way exactly to describe it, it. Imagine if he was doing that against Holly Bell. Dude, oh, dude, what game over, dude. If the speed and the aggressiveness of Zombie Tosh versus Halbel, it would have been fucking over. But there was also a gap of him training in between then and now, this, right? This is true. And you could potentially say that maybe a lot of Toshiro's sword skills here were from when he was training to do it without his Bankai from in between the first and the second arc. It just got He just got better at everything yeah. all around. And then Zombie Toshiro was the only one that got to use it. It was yeah. like, yeah, let's go. <laughs> they were like, we on fucking extra time, baby. He was I mean, loving how it. Did, how did he describe it? He's got to build himself back up from zero. Yep. yep. Cannot wait for that three-piece combo later on. Gonna be I fire. know. I'm so Gonna excited. Gonna be super fire. Uh, we covered a whole bunch of stuff in that little spiel here, so I'm going to just kind of speed forward. Uh, Mayuri shows up. Charlotte gets fucking roasted. Giselle basically confirms what Mayuri was thinking is that because Hitsugai is so fast and so maneuverable that he must have been turned to a zombie before he died. And because of that, his cells are fresher and it's more nimble. So then that Giselle also comments that their mind perishes, so it's easier for her to control them as well. So uh, unlike Miyuri zombies, they don't really have a mind of their own. It just perishes, go right away. But then Toshiro's also reacting stuff. So I don't know how exactly true that is. Because when immediately they when they start their engagement, he starts going like, I want to see what you're made of. I, yeah. I want to see what you can do. And then they immediately proceed to do like all the like back and forth stuff. Yeah, yeah. So Mayuri and Giselle go back and forth here on basically who's got the better option for zombies and things like that. Mayuri, it very much like, where's the fun in controlling those without a mind? And Giselle is just like, yeah, I mean, I'm not a sadist, so I don't know what you're talking about. And that's where we get to see the RIP to Charlotte here. And then uh, Mayuri puts up like a golden, some sort of golden bars I to block will, them. I will say, though, that Charlotte's entrance was pretty badass. Yeah. Boom. Oh, yeah. Like and you get to see how much bigger Charlotte is compared to Toshiro. Bro. The size. She's giant. Oh, yeah. She would fuck him up. If it was no powers, they, oh, <laughs> shit. If it was a fist fight. Oh, my God. So Charlotte still, though, had a great, great. R.I.P. Charlotte. Yeah. She's on the ground. Charlotte is on the ground just fucking dying. Mary's like, I'm going to leave you there for your, you know, your punishment, not being able to tell that you couldn't take Toshiro. And then we go to the biggest lie that's probably ever been told. Mary says that it's not in his nature to harm those without consent. So we know that's not fucking true from especially <laughs> if we're going to keep it relevant to this arc. Poor Udi's grandpa. I doubt he consented to whatever happened to him. I recently reread that like a couple days ago. And was there consent? Uh, fuck no. Do you remember? He chose, <laughs> chose Uri a picture of uh, his grandpa's like head because that's all that was left. Jeez, that's brutal. I saw a thing just recently talking about how there's actually quite a few scenes from the anime to the manga that are much more brutal in the manga, aside from those, like the ones that we know. Like, first one that pops out in my mind is the Udio getting his hand, Udio getting his hand crushed by Okiora, mm -hmm. where instead it gets cut off in the manga. There's a few of them. There's a whole bunch of different scenes and changes like that. It's to, you know, standards and practices. You can't get, get away with that on prime time. Yeah, the time slot was a lot different back then too, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, and I saw it in a, another thing also. Of, um, Kubo talked in an interview how I guess in the last episode with Giselle, uh, there was multiple times where I guess Kubo himself had to remind the people working on the episode, like, we are specifically in the adult time slot so we can show these things. Like, he, keep that in. He like, did. Uh, I heard he wanted the the hand between the titties. Yeah, he, 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 he couldn't get it. He, they said it was too lewd. I'm, I'm sorry, guys. This, this is not looking well for the Yuroichi stretch. <laughs> That's what everyone is saying. We should start a running bet. Like, we yep. need to find some illegal gambling website, and we'll start a running tally on who is is the scene Thunder God going to show up in the anime as represented from the manga. We'll just start taking bets. Yep, yep, I yep, just, yep. I need to point out for that scene that, that like, the, the chapter page is just uh, Yuroichi's ass. <laughs> yeah, I remember when she's, like, jumping, it's just, like, leg, big yep. old booty. Well, booty, how else they the would chapter. have they would have to change a little bit of the form's design to not show that much because that form's pretty revealing as a whole. I'm okay with it. Well, I, of same. course, but yeah, I'm just saying if they do not put that in, that means they're changing the form as a whole. I'm gonna be so mad. Yeah, I, right with the fandom, I we would riot a little <laughs> bit, just a little bit. Unlike last week, where I'm okay with losing the fan service for you know tone reasons. I'm just I would just be mad to lose your witchy booty. Come on. 
I feel like more so than any scene in Thousand Year Blood War yet, I feel like the Yodoichi thunderclap scene has been talked about since the fucking thing got greenlit. Yup. Like, I can't imagine them being so tone deaf where they would change it because I feel like that would the fandom would literally freak out. I'm going to say they won't remove it, but they will censor it slightly. They'll give her more lightning. They'll either tone it down or have the angle change the bit. I just want to go back to once again, if Kubo, the people at Puro, if they were mastermind marketers, they censor the shit out of it, okay? They they do like classic anime clouds, all right? Thunder, whatever, blocking it. They say at the end of the episode, it'll be uncensored on the DVD. It'll be uncensored on the Blu-ray. They would get so many copies sold instantly. And then if, take put my it up, money. Like, or even here's another better one. If they want instant transactions, instant. They release the episode on primetime TV. They release it available for purchase on like Apple or wherever you could purchase your live. I don't know where you purchase videos and episodes nowadays. Hulu, uh, Spotify. I don't know. But they put the episode one ninety nine uncensored. Go right onto the internet. People would go apeshit. One hundred percent will. I do it. I'd pay mm-hmm. for it. I would pay for it too. Oh yeah. Take, oh yeah. I and they could even release it like a day later and people will still go I will back still and get simp it. for that. I'd pay five bucks for just the scene. Don't <laughs> <give me laughs> just the scene. Yeah. I'm sure as with most things, if it does not get animated, someone online will go in and be like, Yeah, yeah. I got you guys. I'll I will fix edit it. this, spend thousands of hours doing it. Mm. Speaking of, did you ever see uh the Blood War animated that that guy tried to make? No, um, I didn't even was know. Was that the one that Johnny Young Bosch came back and voiced? Yes. I did see it, yeah. Uh, I don't know if they ever did more than one episode, but I saw the first one. Yeah, it was just one episode, but okay. it was done really well. Yeah, it was done well. And, I mean, hey, we had Johnny in it. How can you, how can you hit it? He just wanted to be Ichigo again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Back to the episode. We get the opening credit now. Uh, we get the uh, multiple verses of Mary and Toshiro here. And hits a guy attacks, and he's basically mirrors like I'm sure you're puzzled how somebody that's sitting in a lab all day can keep up with you. And he shows that he put a sensor on his Zanpakuto that basically automatically blocks any blade within two shaku of him, and it comes at him at an angle of 60 degrees or more. So it automatically blocks off that shit, which classic Miri. And hits a guy then goes to knee him, which like he did to Yumichika, and Miri also blocks it with this like purple so cloth good. circular thing. And Mary's like, yeah, didn't you think I was baiting you into that? Like, come on. Like, but that whole fight sequence was so fluid. Yeah, just, yeah. I rewatched it a couple of times. I was like, God damn, this is so nice. Super good. Super good. And then, like, the cloth that Mary's using, like, attaches to his knee, blows it up. Toshiro immediately heals it with ice. Like, just mm-hmm. reattach. Boom. And I'm like, dude, Toshiro is cracked, man. He's so cool. And so Hitsugaya then, in that fight as well, grabs Mayuri's sword with his hand and goes Bankai freezing it and just goes right up the middle of Miyuri and then stabs him. And then we go back to square one with a talk about the drugs <laughs> and we get to see this multiple times here. So hits the guy this time jumps to attack same speech about the sword. And at this point hits the guy's like, what the fuck what's happening here? And Miyuri is like, Oh, so you can hold a conversation. Like yep. you can speak. And then we go, uh, Tosha goes Bankai this time. He completely full on hundred degree freezes. Miyuri just takes him out instantly. And we go back to the beginning with a discussion about the drugs that Miyuri wants to try on Toshiro. And this time Toshiro's like, okay, what the hell's going on? And Miyuri's like, oh, your brain is becoming aware. I wonder how many nows it has been. Yeah, when he says that, I was like, cool. Yes. And so he goes on to explain the drug here. I will keep it as brief as possible. He says, this drugs basically give a new wonderful experience to the user. It gives them power, uh, sensation, reaction, and courage above the average. And he's like, for you, I gave you the power to see the past. Every time you cross a certain point in battle, you return to a moment in the past. And the point for him is when he kills Mayuri. And anytime that he kills Mayuri, his future ceases to exist. So he's basically forever trapped and cannot go past his future as long as he kills Mayuri. Yep. That and, reminds me of uh, Izanami or no, Izanagi? Yeah. Izanagi. I think Izanagi. Izanagi. Oh, fuck. I have no idea now. Is it's one of the two. Yeah. One cancels the other, I the believe. The one that he did on Kabuto. Izanami, I think. Yeah, that's, that's the one. Same thing. Which... Also was very similar to his fucking drug from the beginning was out of the borrow. Yep. Also, for my JoJo fans, he just got hit with gold experience requiem. Here, I'm going to do a take where I know what that means. Go ahead. Yep. Ready? Cool. 
he got hit with gold experience requiem. Oh, oh he did, dude. That's old. <laughs> We've not seen JoJo. <laughs> okay, actually, correction. I've seen the first two seasons of JoJo, which I hear are the worst ones. So yeah, just just watch part three. I couldn't get past it. Yeah, yeah. I've seen people before being like, just watch part three. Just just get to part three because I've heard incredible things about one of the parts. I don't know if it's part three, part four, where it's basically like Lord of the Rings in an anime. I heard it was four. It might be four. I I, four. I don't know, but Pythes. Four five. Three, four, five, six. Those are the good ones. Okay. All right, all right, there you go. All right. There you go. So Mayuri continues to go on and says that the drug has an imperfection and that it only works on the part of the brain that controls the short-term memory. The so its users are unable to remember the number of times they've returned to the past. And once they go past 10 times, they'll experience a serious side effect. And that side effect for Toshiro is that his part of the brain that controls the equilibrium becomes paralyzed for 30 seconds. And so, yeah, you can't really introduce the drug into the market because it's got a horrible side effect. And Mayuri now <laughs> fucking gets down his love. He's like, so I got a question for you now. At what point did I administer the drug to you? And he's like, you can give me that answer in the past and stabs the fuck out of him. Mm-hmm. Bro, my girl was watching that and she just goes, God damn, who is that guy? Is yeah. he the bad guy? I'm like, no, he's the good guy. He, I, I can see fuck- how you would think he was the bad guy. I was guy. like, I love him. She has no experience with Bleach mm-hmm. besides the first 10, 15 episodes. Mm-hmm. That, that's as far as she ever got. Mayuri definitely, out of all the characters that are on the good side, if somebody was watching, be like, he's a bad guy. Yeah, he's a bad guy. Uh, he's a great I, I guy. Argue, he, he still is a bad guy. <laughs> <laughs> Which we get to see a little bit in the conversation that he has with Bioculator as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I love Mayuri, though. The The funniest part is he says, you, you know, you can't release that. We can't put that out for sale yet. And I'm like... Oh my God, he is actually testing it for consumer use. <laughs> that <laughs> was the hilarious. funniest part. He's so we good. live in a capitalist economy, okay? You always got to be thinking about soul number society. one. Mm-hmm. It's not just, haha, I have this drug I'm going to test out. We'll see how much I can torture you. It's, hey, let's see how this works out. Mm-hmm. So Hitsuka gets hit with Ashi Sogi Jizo. I assume I said that correctly right there. Correct. And so now the rest of his limbs become completely paralyzed. And Mayuri is like, well, I got a new drug that I'm going to try. And it says having to administer this to someone who can't fight back just deeply pains him. So Toshiro <laughs> starts freaking out and screaming for him not to do it. And Mayuri just goes ahead and says right into his neck. And that's when we get to see the zombie of Rose, Kensei, and Rangiku that we referred to earlier. Where Mayuri, not phased at all. And it's just like, yeah, wow, two captains and a lieutenant. That is truly pitiful. It's not even funny. Where is my waifu during all of this? I guess she's she doesn't have. She doesn't have to intervene though, because you Maybe know she's eating on her other outfit. She took off her her, her, her yeah. sunny outfit. Yeah, yeah you're yeah. right. So she's putting the sunny outfit on. I hope so. Mm-hmm. So Mary sends in the rest of the Iran car crew, and they all just jump in and attack. And Mary continues to literally just stand above Toshiro, watching as he's fucking screaming. And then we get the made credit scene, which is just the nice little sketchers. Which one of them was uh, Sinbon Zakra? Yeah, Kagi the second Yoshi, one. Which we love that, and that means we're going straight over to Biakia. We love that shit. Um, so Pythes, I'm going to throw this over to you really quick because here's what I wrote for the notes right at the start. All caps. Robert is using his thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I uh, was just like, he oh. Uh, so in this fight scene and with everything before in the anime, he now has more screen time in the anime than the manga. So I once again really, really like – so we still don't know what his letter means, correct? I don't think so. I still really like this aspect of Robert's character where he knows what is going to be happening from Yuha. He knows what's coming. And because of that, he is like freaked out. He's like, I need to get a W or I'm yeah. going to be fucked. Like, I got to get this in. And he lets it affect how he fights, lets it affect how he does everything. I like that. And you can see it really affect his ability because he's the dude that was cold, calculated, shot out Shunsui's eye. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now he's like, oh, he's under pressure. He's, he's not thinking. He's like, I just got to shoot at Biakia. This will work, right? Yeah. yeah, it's crazy. So uh, Biakia in this scene, by the way, is just getting fucking jumped at the start. Just all of them are starting to circle him. Uh, Nanana, I assume, is, is is that name, shoots yep. morphine pattern as he tries to scan Biakia, and he's like, fucking has no openings in a spiritual pressure. What the fuck? And he just gets Sinbon Zakhar right to the face. Yeah, I hope he gets fucking wrecked. Candace goes into attack, but she says that she's run out of juice, having to fuck around with Ichigo for so long. Also slapped with Sinbon Zakhar. I just want to say... Thank you for animating that scene, okay? My girl be thick. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, when she's on the ground. Dog. Yeah, but I was like, holy <laughs> shit. I saw someone, someone post that. I was like, I haven't watched the episode yet, but yeah. Yeah, I saw that, too. <laughs> I was like, Ooh. I was like, so God funny, God damn. Dude. Saved mm-hmm. it. 
And then so Robert uses Slave Rye. I don't know if that's how this pronounced. And he, he yells about how he's going to defeat Byakuya before he goes to defeat Ichigo so that he can join his majesty's side. Once again, that's what we're talking about. And it's called Grimin. Grim, I don't know how you say this. Grimaniel? Grimaniel is what it's called. And I put Robert equips a fucking paintball mask and then just ya yeets towards Byakuya. I thought that was pretty there. cool, though. Dude. Honestly, so Byakuya does Bankai and Banzaku Kageyoshi. We've seen it a bajillion times. Beautiful. Chef's kiss. Robert shoots a bullet, fucking launches himself into the million of blades. That is Byakuya's. I thought we were going to see the next scene. He was going to be minced meat. I thought, yeah, we were going to see like blood splatter yeah, and then just fucking, minced up person. It, it, it came off to me as like I'm watching. If I had slowed it down, if they put that shit in slow motion, it's out of the Saw movies. Like yeah. I was oh, like, that is fucking nasty, dude nasty imagine what a horrible way to go it's like he goes he looked like he was going fast as fuck fast as fuck right in to Simon Zaka Kageyoshi yep. like dude that is brutal like a wood chipper no, almost he, he has future freakouts to do so he can't be mincemeat yet <laughs> yep. exactly. yeah, yeah, yeah exactly yeah, you're, you're right you're right do you remember him getting hit with the raiders of the lost ark yeah yeah, yeah. well i just feel like maybe you know he could have a lot of scars on him you know he comes out looking like the bad guy from jujutsu kaisen with the scars all over his face <laughs> we might talk about that later <laughs> so all three stern litter stern ritter are instantly defeated at this point and then we see meninas and lil toto uh from yep. wizard of oz and meninas is just like yeah well you know considering our abilities it makes sense that we're the only ones that are left and lil toto is the first to go where the fuck's pepe where do where has he even been with all this time and he's like if he was here we'd have way more power be way more even and Lil Toto's like, well, puke or pig is better than having nothing, you know? <laughs> and Shuei appears. Long time no see. And he's like, yo, I took down one of the enemies also. And Shuei's like, oh, damn, I took down three. Like, that's crazy. That's like the difference in the power of captains and lieutenants. And Shuei walks towards uh, Byakuya, attacks him. But Byakuya's just immediately blocking, always on guard. He's still looking around the whole time he's talking to Shuei. Byakuya immediately is like, okay, are you an enemy disguise or are you being controlled? Like, which one is it? And Lil Toto's like, oh, he's here. And Pepe comes fucking floating in on an upside down sombrero or whatever the fuck he's on. And he starts going, one heart, one body, one gla uh, glance by my eyes, and your heart will be split in two. Your body and heart split in two. Both belong to me. And Pepe arrives to Ritter L, the love, everybody's favorite character. Ooh. Now, now, have you guys seen the controversy behind Pepe's arrival? No. They gave him Shinji's theme. They gave Pepe Shinji's theme. I didn't even think theme. about that. Yep. The one, oh, is that it? Yep. That's the same fucking song. And they gave it to Pepe of all characters. Poor fucking Shinji. Shinji. can't get a damn W in anything. <laughs> oh, my Poor God. That's another Shinji. L. Holy yeah. shit. Just like, and I feel like that song came out and everybody was like, that's so Shinji. That's so, yep. what a great song for Shinji. And then they just use it for Pepe. I'm like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> like that sucks. When the soundtrack comes out, I am asking all the people on YouTube when they put that up to exclusively call it the Pepe theme. That would be oh so my funny. God. Everybody's looking at Shinji new theme. Shinji new theme. No, Pepe theme. You're wrong, sir. It's the Pepe mm -hmm. theme. I should... <laughs> I should I should have known because one of my notes was why the fuck he got an R and B track in the background. Yeah, it's <laughs> yeah. Shinji's. I gotta say though that song with Pepe coming in, had you not known some of the stuff about Pepe being the fucking worst character, he came out pretty cool. He was like a cool little jazz guy coming floating in until you find out he's a weirdo later. Oh yeah, fucking weird Cupid looking motherfucker. He didn't have a fucking diaper. Maybe I would think. Yeah, kind that's of the classic Cupid outfit. That's you guys. What I saw it. I'm that's like, the yeah, classic dude, Cupid I outfit. I remember see, like reading that all those years ago mm -hmm. and be like, oh, this is kind of gross. <laughs> I remember it, reading it all those years ago and thinking, man, fuck this guy. <laughs> Listen, Pepe did not get to choose the letter he was given. Okay, maybe <laughs> the outfit comes with a letter. Like, how would you feel? All right, he not could have been like a suave guy, you know, instead. <laughs> and instead, he let yeah. himself go. Listen, okay, if he, why put in the effort if he could immediately just control you, all right? <laughs> he should have looked like Don Panini. Yeah, yeah if he looked like Don Panini. True, if Let's he looked go. like Don Panini coming out like that, people would have had a much different story. By the way, I was at work the other day, and I could not fucking remember Don Panini's real name. Dordoni. Dordoni, because I, we called him Don Panini so much. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh -huh. So Pepe shoots a heart out and it's immediately aimed at Lil Toto. She dodges and it hits poor Meninas. And Pepe is like sad. Battles are always sad because there are there's love there. All battles happen on love. When there's no love, there's no battle. 
And Byakuya is just full on fighting Shue. Eventually knocks his ass out on the ground. Byakuya is like, okay, you done with your stupid speech? Because, you know, I'm done over here also. And he's like, you're running your mouth about love. But simply put, you can control people's wills. And that means cutting you down. The puppeteer will sever the strings. And Pepe begins to shoot more hearts at Byakuya. He dodges. No biggie. But he blocks one with his Zanpakuto. He fucks up. Byakuya is like, oh, it seems you can, cannot control things that have no souls. And Pepe's like, well, if you figure it out, why'd you block your Zanpakuto? And then his Zanpakuto turns and just fucking slashes the shit out of Byakuya. Pepe is like, that's why he didn't take a Bankai in the first invasion. Because he could, a Zanpakuto with a soul, he could take it any time. No biggie. He doesn't need it. So Byakuya throws his Zanpakuto away. And Shuhei immediately gets back up, pulls out of the walls, now wielding one hand Byakuya's Zanpakuto, the other hand just letting part of his own Zanpakuto drag on the, the ground. Other one, yeah, just yeah, dragged on. That seems like a danger hazard. He's going to trip and hit his leg. So he begins to just attack Byakuya, dual wielding both of those things. And Byakuya is cracked, blocking it with both just unarmed combat. I, when the sword came down and he palmed it off to the yeah. side, I was like, my guy, what a fucking beast. Incredible. What really, beast. really cool. And he mentioned that he could only block using just Hakuda for just only like for so long. So he's got to figure out a game plan. And he also mentioned, which I love this fucking part. He hesitated blocking or breaking his Zanpak toe. Yeah. So he threw it. And he's like, I should have just broke it. Yep. Even after he's like, everybody else got their Zanpak toe broken. Everybody else had to make a fucking new one. He's like, fuck, I should have broken it. Yep. Be no, part of the now game. that he's seen the promised land, he's like, I'll just get another one. I'll just break that shit on top. <laughs> yep. So Pepe shoots Byakuya in the back when in the middle of this and he hits him with a love kiss. Byakuya still just continues to block. And Pepe's like, what the fuck? Is there no love in your heart? And he's like, I can't forgive you for rejecting my love. And goes into his vol standing mode, which is Gudoero. And now he looks like the classic chubby Cupid that we were all shitting on earlier. Ugh, he was worse. And Pepe oh. uses love rods uh, robs I don't know what if I mistyped that there and he just three chains of hearts and he puts it right through Byakuya's chest and at this point Byakuya's stunned he can't move and Pepe is like Shuei don't kill him I'm gonna kill him my own love and he pulls out the classic fucking Cupid bow and arrow from his stomach just from his throat pulls it out and Pepe is all of a sudden kicked in the face and we see zombie Kensei and Rose all of a sudden there to help out and Shuhei jumps to attack Byakuya but Kensei punches him in the gut and slams him into the ground Kensei takes Byakuya's Zanpakuto and begins to hand it back to Byakuya, and we see the brand new Miyuri's there, good to go. And Miyuri's like, oh, what a perfect time to cross, come across an enemy. This is just what I needed to test the performance of my Kurosuchi corpse unit. And Byakuya's like, what did you do to Kensei and Rose? Like, Miyuri's the one that did all of it. He's like, well, that's fucking rude. Like, I saved like, them. I man. saved them from mm -hmm. death. So we get to see exactly how he did that. We get to the knocked out bodies of Kensei and Rose. So we have no idea how they lost the Iran cards, but they got roasted apparently. I'm going to headcanon it that hopefully Hitsugaya helped out. Otherwise, it's just embarrassing again for Kensei and Rose. Yup. Um, he explains that he mixed the drug into the bodily fluids of the Iran cards. And he says that, you know, hopefully you guys enjoyed being sprayed thoroughly by it the whole time. <laughs> and we get to see uh, Vanderwitch, Vanderwitch, whatever her name is, appear behind Miri. And she's that like, little corner thing. Little hand, and, she's like and he's like, I have tolerance for that. Don't even try it. I'm like, hey, I respect the gumption. Hey, good, good try. She hear that shit? Like, I'm going to splash the fuck out of him with yeah, it. Yeah, just slit. Mm -hmm. So Miri then injects Kensei and Rose with the same exact drug that he used on Toshiro. And Miri starts to explain this whole time. Giselle's watching this whole thing, just not attacking. And Miri gives her the full fucking explanation that he's figured out the amount of blood needed to turn someone into a zombie depends on their spiritual pressure. So if the pressure is low, a single drop is enough, which is what we saw her do with all the regular just run-of-the-mill Soul Reapers when she just shot it all over the place. But she said for captains and lieutenants, the intruding blood must multiply in their hearts before traveling the rest of the body. And that's why they have that dark red tint to them. Mary explains that he has a sample of literally every squad member's blood. The drug that he's using replaces any foreign blood with the blood-like substance that he's created, thus turning Giselle's zombies into his own fucking zombies. And he says, you lose, zombie girl, as she gets fucking stabbed. Byakuya cut back and he's like you could have just let them die like why are you like <laughs> toying with their lives like this and Mir's like well don't you think it's the duty of the 13 court guard squads to defend this area even in death well, I, that's a cold line. I'm yes. like, God Which damn, also he's so sick. It's a bad guy line. Okay? I, but I love him. Also you know a fucking cool bad guy line where like, Byakia is of the honorable death mm -hmm. one and Miri's like, no, you signed up for this life. You're, you're in it until I say you're fucking done. Yep. Like, I don't give a shit if you die. Sorry. Which, he's been like that since the very beginning, using his fucking own squad members for bombs and stuff like that. He's like, oh, it's a protective serote. Go on out there, guys. True. Come on. True. Put your true. life on the line. We're just going to go right into one of the notes I wrote. Go, go. Do you remember when I talked about uh, Shunsui had to threaten Mayuri and can't figure out? I remember that discussion yes. well. I thought that was one of the coldest discussions. And this really goes the way to uh, to reinforce it, where he goes, if I get kicked out of my kicked out of, <laughs> kicked out as the captain of squad one, They'll choose Byakuya, and he's not going to put up with your shit like I will. Mm -hmm. and we, yeah. As far as I remember, maybe maybe more happened. 
I think this is like the only conversation Biaki and Mayuri have. And it's them just vehemently disagreeing on shit. <laughs> yeah. Yep. So like, it's it's yep. very much like Biaki is your classic lawful good archetype. You know, don't fuck around. Mayuri is, I wouldn't say Mayuri is like, he's not in the good category. Is he chaotic neutral? No. I would say almost, I would say chaotic, chaotic neutral slash maybe teetering chaotic evil just I, I agree with that he he's just sadistic and because a lot he of does. times in those charts evil doesn't necessarily mean like you're evil it's just you're kind of more self-serving you know you're looking out for number one that's what you're always gonna be doing and i think that's mary i think if my yuri got a better offer from literally anybody he he, he would switch teams He's a scientist. He just does it for the science. Yeah. If there was better research to be had in a better laboratory, he'd be like, yeah, deuces, dog. Later. Like, do you think he went to Wakamundo because he was like, oh, man, I got to help all the people? He's like, oh, but there's a lab there. Yeah. He went to Wakamundo because, yeah. like, think of all the experiments that I got. Yeah, that's exactly what he was thinking. He's the like, the newest mm. spot of the Iran car that are being created. He's like, fuck yeah. I haven't gotten to dissect an Iran car yet. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then he finds a whole fucking laboratory full of them. <laughs> yeah, good to go, baby. The one dream of them, come true. One of them used to be in Espada. Can you imagine how hype he was? Yeah, oh, true. that's true. True. Why did he uh, take Xyloporo's body? Great question. He's in hell. But the body, well, the soul all, goes, but... They all kept their personalities and souls, right? Because Dardoni still got his... Maybe they potentially didn't die, die yet. They were on the verge of because death, probably. Because remember... They got fucked up by Uryu and Ichigo, and then the last thing we saw is the the execution squad showed up, and that's how they got the Xyloparo's facility. Yeah. So potentially, let's say Xyloparo was keeping them on the edge of death to keep them alive just in case. Possibly. Um, yeah, makes sense. And that's potentially how that he's able to do it, kind of similar to what Giselle does with the Lieutenant and the Captains, where it's yeah. like they want to be on, they want to be teetering, and then he can take over them. Where like Xyloparo, the way that it was set up, he's going to die, die once I think pierces his heart. You know? Yeah. Like, that's fucking it. By the way, that, that is one of the most brutal deaths I have ever seen. <laughs> yup. Mm-hmm. Not a good time. And I could see also Miyuri making a point where I'm going to leave this guy here. Fuck him. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> he thought he knew what perfection was. Yep. So just then back in the episode, Pepe reappears, shoots Kensei, and he's like, oh, well, don't you know my love is stronger than Gigi's zombie? And he's like, have you even charmed, uh, charmed one of Gigi's zombies in the past? And just then Kensei fucking smashes Pepe in the face, and Kensei is now in Bankai mode all of a sudden, good to go. And Mira's like, don't you, like, have you not been watching? Have you not learned anything? My zombies don't understand love. As Kensei just begins to pummel the fuck out of Pepe, much deserved, hey, just beating go. the shit out of him, and launches him into a building. Pepe gets back up, and... um. This is where we've seen Lil Toto, ready, good to go. Yep. But before we fucking get there, we talked about this. It. They fucking show Pepe's ass in this scene, ripped through his little diaper thing. Fucking blasphemy. We get Pepe booty, but no Rukia booty. Well, no Rukia booty and no hand between titties, but we know why. Who's deciding this on the committee? We should at least get the Rukia booty scene. <laughs> at least in a dream. What? That that the Pepe booty was not in the manga, dude. Hey, what, dude? They added that scene and took out the glorious Rukia scene that we get. Oh man, like I'm not as much upset over the Yodoichi boob thing because I, I understood like it though. That, I, I get that why they borderlines took it off. a kind of perverted side, but Rukia floating in the water with her booty—that's comedy and that was booty. Innocence. All all one. Fuck Pepe. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna play devil's advocate here maybe kubo thought it would be funny true yeah he would do that to us oh yeah kubo's That's, if we've learned anything about kubo is he's a fucking troll through and through considering that like most of like the peche comedy is just his crotch and his dumb loincloth yup i could definitely see kubo like he's looking over the storyboards and going on wait wait we need to see ass crack no it, it's <laughs> him literally going like you guys want to see ass i'll show you some ass mm-hmm he like picks up a paper. He draws Pepe's ass. He's like, "Put this in. <laughs> Put this in now." <laughs> just a little something I drew on my lunch break here for you guys. If you could just throw that in there. Imagine him teasing the season and be like, "There will be ass shown in that this season." That would be so funny, dude. <laughs> and everyone's just waiting for it. And I'm like, "Oh yeah!" And then boom, Pepe button. That like, would be God so damn it. funny. People would riot. <laughs> I would respect it if he if he just came. If out he, yeah, it. if he teased it like that. I feel like sometimes when you see that shit. You just got to respect the hustle. It's yeah. just like a hey, fair play. You know what? I'm pissed as fuck, but fair play. It's like uh, you start the episode, the first episode of like the live action One Piece, and it says, beware of nudity. And I'm like, what the fuck? 
and it's just some dude's ass. <laughs> you oh. see naked Helmepo. The classic Troy. Yeah. The fuck is Troy? What do you mean the fuck is Troy? Pythes, you've not seen Troy? You mean the movie where you yeah. deuce? You see lady ass in that too? Yeah, A yeah, but you, you see... Uh, why can I not remember his fucking name? Brad Pitt. Brad Pitt. Brad Pitt's ass yeah. in that. Like almost right at the start. Dude, his ass is glorious. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> You've been doing squats, huh? I'm just saying, that's the classic Troy. That shit kicks off. What do we see? Brad Pitt's ass. Like, all right, let's go. Also, just letting everybody know uh, Troy is goaded. Go watch it. Great movie. Yeah, great movie. Hidalgo is also goaded, though. Everybody, Sam. Hey, Sam, you should go watch Hidalgo. I've seen Hidalgo. It's Jose that hasn't seen Hidalgo. Oh, it's Hidalgo. Hey, Jose. <laughs> yeah i'll go watch it soon uh, it's on disney plus right yes it's also great all right all right all right we're at the tail end of the episode here Lil toto she goes full standing and she's like yeah you tried to kill us by turning us against each other you understand you have to take responsibility right and just fucking chomps right in to pepe which we don't get to see unfortunately we don't get to see the gruesomeness of that and that's the end scene there there is an after credit scene with the return of the king um we see Yuha, Ugram, and Uryu, they arrive to the royal palace, and they fucking obliterate some of the landing area. Bruh, that shit was cool, just though. Just destroy that the fuck cool. out of it. And then we get the ending poem here. Is life all that you can cut? And we find out the Bleach number 24, which is a very ominous title for the next episode. Too early to win, too late to know. Mm-hmm. I like it. Mm-hmm. Was was Lil Toto walking up on Pepe, like, kind of super threatening? Oh, yeah, yeah very. Oh, yeah. I, I like the way it was, like, done. They, the full standing shows up and then or her wings and everything and she's just like all right time to eat this motherfucker he he calls her little toto chan like that's gonna that's gonna save <laughs> like him. it's gonna save him <laughs> you're looking great you're looking great today Wait, girl just letting you know what happened to minas she got knocked the fuck out okay yeah i i because i was like i don't think she dies here that was the hey. appetizer little toto ate yeah. her ass right before ah uh, mm-hmm. yeah hey hey can i say my line yeah yeah go yeah Maybe we'll find out what happens to her and can't be your own world. Mm-hmm. <sighs> I, need a, I need a sponsorship, dude. <laughs> yeah. So that's pretty much everything from me. Um, the only thing I got two things to touch on. Um, one, I want to give a special shout out to uh, Kensei actually gets a W in zombie form. Yep. So uh, a rarity. And he is, him up. he is like, air quote dead at this point. So congratulations to Kensei. He's breaking the curse. We love to see that, even though it's technically Mayuri's win, although it's technically Lil Toto's win. So, well, he gets a little Wins piece of around. that cake. A little piece of that cake. Now, I don't know if you guys saw this. This is breaking news that came out today. So, this will have come out yesterday, if you guys are watching this. Um, Burn the Witch just got announced a prologue episode. Yeah, being, I was like, what the created. fuck? So, I didn't hear about this. Yeah, all of all the original Twitter. staff is coming back for it. Um, it's going to be Studio Colorito, which is the same staff that did the, the movie three episodes. Um, all the same voice actors are coming back. It's titled Burn the Witch Point Eight. It's zero point uh, eight, I think. It's just point eight. Oh, Burn some the Kingdom Hearts shit right there. Um, prologue is getting adapted, and it's the. Um, I don't know if I ever read this chapter, so I saw this news happen, and I was like. Are they making like a prologue all, all like by itself? And then I went straight to the Shonen Jump website, went to Burn the Witch. Um, there was a prologue chapter oh. that came out. Um, I would assume after the the chapters that we all read and loved, but it, it happens before the main story of the movie. And oh, it's no, just that, kinda, that that no. chapter came out way before those. I really? just must not fucking I don't remember. remember it at all it, because I went back and I read through it, and there were some pieces of character interaction where I'm like. Okay, I kind of remember this stuff. I, I kind of get the gist, but I didn't remember, like, the little dragon that they were fighting. Yeah. And I did not remember a lot of stuff that I saw when I was looking through that chapter. So, that being said, bit of a bonus, that episode will be almost completely new to me. Yeah, I mean, that's what happens to us when we only read it once through, right, Sam? Mm-hmm. Just like Bleach. It's true. It's true. <laughs> I mean, I w- when I was watching, or I guess reading all the, the four chapters Kuba put out, I was thinking, man, they didn't cover the opening. Because <laughs> oh. mm-hmm. I remember, I feel like that Burn the Witch chapter came out, and I almost remember reading it all in one go. Like it was just one giant one shot, and I just fucking sh- sh- read the whole thing. I read it in one shot, and then you told me to watch the movie for yeah. it. So that's big news. Um, I think the only official announcement we've gotten in terms of 
the continuation is the manga for sure. I don't know if there's a 100% official we're getting the anime as well. There's been talks about it, but I almost wonder if this has taken the place of that. Probably. I feel like that's that's probably what they're going for. It's just a, it seems just a little bit weird to me. Like, what are they doing with Burn the Witch? You know, like the fact that they had the movie come out. Now they're going back and they're adapting the chapter that they missed out on the very first part, which I saw a lot of people super happy for because they had the same reactions like what you were having, Pythes, where why the fuck didn't they adapt the opening? Now they're going back and they're doing that. What, what is the strategy here? Like what? I want to know who's on the board. What's the game plan for Burn the Witch? I think they are covering all the bases for future installments. So they're like, okay, listen, we need to do a season two. We fucking skipped the prologue. We need to now go back <laughs> and do the prologue. We're sorry. Like, so we know it's a hit. We'll go back. We'll do the prologue. And then that'll hold you guys over. We'll work on season two. Yeah. That's my guess, at least. I could it be would, super fucking wrong. It would be fucking nutty if once the, the episode came out, they immediately started releasing the manga. That would be great. Damn. That would be sick. Mm. Kubo comes out on Twitter and says, actually, I wrote the entire series three years ago. Yeah, I was going <laughs> to say, he was gone for the longest time. He might have already done most of it. Well, to my to my knowledge, he, I think he has been spending so much time helping with the anime that I don't know how much he's been doing outside of that. I feel like he, he's maybe got like the first season done. He seems incredibly hands-on with the anime, where I'd be surprised what else he's getting done. I just want more Burn the Witch. I think it's a really interesting world. And I just, I just want one person to be like, "Oh man, that Soul Society East, that place is weird." <laughs> I wish <laughs> that's That'd the be one hilarious. reference you want. Just say, what if it was just like literally next Hellark chapter comes out, some two random ass wipes are just like talking around in the background, like, "Do you guys know Soul Society East?" And then they just move on. Yeah, that'd be <laughs> hilarious. No, uh, they're like the only way to get into Hell Ichigo is you have to ride a dragon. Oh, crossover. Yeah, there you go. It's like, we know just the two people who could get you the dragon. Yep. And then introduce Nini and Noel. Fuck that. I like Bruno Bang Knife. <laughs> yeah, he's my boy, dude. He's, he's a Grim Joe. He's, he's so fucking cool. Oh, dude, thank you. He's they need to do all of the Soul Societies. No crossovers, no nothing. And then we get a giant Expendables like. I was going to say Avengers? Yeah, Avengers, oh, Expendables. A giant crossover for all of them. So, and then Grim Joe will be paired up with uh, Bruno. There you go. There you go. There you go. There you go. And there the, you go. And the two of them will team up with Kenpachi. <laughs> oh. There you go. It's the Meathead Squad. We yep. just sent him right in. <laughs> I, so I was having like a moment at work the other day because I was I was just my brain was just going to random Bleach characters one after the other, and I realized even when a character's lame, a character in Bleach is usually super cool. You like. Kubo did such a good job with all of these characters that we all fell in love with him. I mean, look at what happened with Maki Maki. He could have been a throwaway character, and everybody loves him. I, w- I mean, Sam, is that, that true? Sh- Does everybody love Maki Maki? Yes, they did. <laughs> yes. Okay. Sam, the sh- have you read the comments on the short you put out on Maki Maki? No. People are super hyped. They're like, hell yeah, Maki Maki going to be a captain soon. He be in the hell arc. <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. All the comments just Maki Maki goaded. I have seen a lot of comments of people shitting on me on my five characters I could beat. <laughs> oh my god! I, see, I saw that, and the minute you said Renji, I fucking died. Dude. I died with that one. Um, he, he said he, the you said the parakeet kid. Yep. Um, Hanatoro. Hanatoro. Bambietta. Bambietta. Because you would get seduced somehow. Wanderweiss. I, dude, I'm I, smarter than he is. <laughs> okay. I don't know, man. <laughs> So the best part about all those comments are everybody is dunking on the first four, and they're like, yeah, you could take Rangy. Yeah, yeah 100%. Uh, yeah. It's 100%. just the minute you hear roar, you're like, boom, he's done. Yeah. And a lot of them are like, well, like, Rangy got his buff, so it might be a little harder. It's like, yeah, all right, you're right. <laughs> but you're then right, you hear everybody right. go like, I don't know, man. The minute he yeah, goes into a Sheikah. I-, I see a lot of this guy thinks that Bambi was a dude. <laughs> I'm like, uh, come on. like He's the last guy in the room. Yeah, come on. Like, she's going to run out eventually. Shout outs to everybody talking shit in the comments. They are funny. Keep it up. Yes, yeah. thank you very much. I genuinely enjoy Always those. Always great. And then occasionally I'll see like some really, really toxic comments come in where it's like, like, oh, fuck you, this, this, this. I'm like, what is that about? And then somebody's in a full on <laughs> argument in the comments. Like, it's yeah. just totally irrelevant to what is happening. Uh, Jose, did Sam tell you about that Dragon Ball Z argument? No. Did you see it? Oh, uh, Jose. Okay, I'm not going to rehash it on the podcast. I'll tell you afterwards. But in the episode you weren't on, there's the funniest comment chain 
forever. So if you guys skipped I, oh, it, I haven't gone to it yet. Watch our twenty-one point five episode we did. Unfortunately, Jose wasn't here for it. But I went over one of the funniest fucking comment chains that we've ever had. And just to give you a little tease, it was on Shinji's Bankai and how we were talking about how it could end the whole war. And somebody just went, Shinji's Bankai could technically solo the Dragon Ball universe. <laughs> that is how that started. And it went just ape shit. Damn, dude. That. It was so funny. As so Sam she- was reading that, I was actually crying laughing. <laughs> oh, that's actually so fantastic. Funny. I got to go back and read that. So yeah, check that out. If you have, if you missed the recap episode, which I think a lot of people actually, a lot of you guys, which thank you. By the way, we talked about this beforehand. Um, welcome all of the new people. If you made it this far, we love you. We've never had this much support on the podcast doing it. Period. No, and- this is fantastic. I mean, as Sam, if you follow Sam on any social medias, he posted the. Uh- what is it? The analytics mm-hmm. for it? Yeah. Fucking thank you. Which it looks even better now. So it's continuing to fly up. Um, I just that's just YouTube alone. Uh, we do Instagram, TikTok. Uh, if you see the clips, they go they go everywhere. You've probably run into them multiple times. We had a lot of our viewers are like, oh my fucking god, Sam's everywhere. Yeah, um, a lot of people are like, fuck, it's these guys again. <laughs> the story or the moral of the story is just a thank you. Uh, obviously, it's the podcast has been going very fantastic. We have Pythes on now. He's an incredible addition. So a big thank you to you, Pythes, as well. He's a great lore master because, like I said, me and Sam have only read Bleach once through. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I read it about through ten years at ago. Least, I read it all the way through at least twice a year. There you go. So it works out, and we we appreciate you guys giving us a shot watching the episodes. Uh, it's a lot of fun seeing all the toxic comments. A lot of fun seeing all the nice comments as well. I don't want to leave you guys out there. But we appreciate it. We hope you guys stick around even after Thousand Year Blood War Core 2 ends because we should have some other stuff in store for you guys as well. Uh, that being said, Pythes, I'll hand it over to you if you want to discuss anything that we might have missed, anything you want to touch on for the episode 23. And here are my notes. Uh, th- I think the first thing I wrote was, holy shit, that beat down was so brutal. Yep. 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 Fucking awesome. Uh by the way, I'm gonna clown on you, Sam. Did you did you when Giselle said that she is not something? Did you say the word saddest? Oh yeah, he did. Yes. I didn't. I yes. just now caught that. It's uh, it's sadist. All right, whatever, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, if we're gonna get anything clowned on, the pronunciation is the lowest hanging fruit you could grab for me. Okay, you know no, I'm gonna pronounce hair. it wrong. Wait, what? It's the, no, it's the hair. Okay. All right. Well, <laughs> now you sound like the a comment section. It's the second lowest <laughs> section that you can pick. Yeah, I mean, like the, the pronunciation can't hang any lower because there's no hair to hang on. Damn. You see my face right now, Pythes? <laughs> <laughs> you sound like the comment section everywhere. Damn. I ain't laughing. I ain't laughing. I learned from Scar. I learned from the best. Oh, the boy. <laughs> the boy. Uh, so I wrote everything that my Yuri says is goaded. Yeah. Oh, yep. 100%. 100%. He's a great character. And I want to just describe, like, so when he's talking to Toshiro, the scene is completely quiet. There's no music and barely any sound effects. It's just Mayuri speaking. Then you get the episode number, which is 23, and then the fucking soundtrack kicks in. It zooms in on Mayuri's face, talking about all the drugs he wanted to test. And then you get a static title card into the, the into marching out the zombies, too. That shit was awesome. Yeah, fire, fire. And I, and I did the same thing with JoJo. That's some gold experience Requiem shit. I might send you that clip later because it's brutal. Okay, go ahead. I'm down. Uh, literally everything that happened from the, the minute the episode opened until they went to Byakuya was panel for panel exactly the same as the manga. Okay, which we love. Yeah, That's great. Yeah. And I was, because Jose was saying like, man, the choreography is great. It was great. It's exactly like the manga. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic. Uh, so the whole fight, the whole fight with Biaki, the entire thing was anime only. Love hey, it. Thank you. Some, it. Thank you it, again. Thank you for whoever drew the backside of Candace. And to be fair, also that fight was relatively short. It like, was. It was quick. not. It was not yeah. a big part, but I think it was well needed, and I loved it. Biaki mm-hmm. fucking manhandled the shit out of them, and it, I loved that part. Because we, I think we all got really hyped when that when that started last episode. Going, mm-hmm. oh man, they're gonna cut it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I think that that was our original prediction, right? We were thinking it was gonna get cut. I've done this the last couple of episodes, but I did the pog face in real life again. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Because like in the in the manga, it cuts from my Yuri to Bayakia standing over the defeated enemies, and that's it. 
And I saw a lot of people that were happy. They kind of added the mention of Candace being like, oh, I'm low on power. And then she gets kaput. You know, that's like, okay, cool. So Candace isn't a joke, you know? Yeah. I mean, she wasted all her energy trying to take out yeah. the goat. Yeah. I mean, how much do you need to beat Ichigo? The answer is everything and more. She <laughs> said she used like five gigajoules when she first mm-hmm. fought him. And I was trying to look it up, but I could not understand the conversion of electricity and what it takes to run, like, one oh, single Lord. household. Okay, yeah, that already sounds so complicated. I, the I'm most I got to was, like, it was, like, a whole country's <laughs> worth of electricity. I'm surprised almost. you were looking that up, Jose. The fuck? Of all people. I don't understand it, but I love it's characters with lightning. It's the guy who's like, yeah, I can't read that. Dyslexia. And then he's like, yeah, so I was trying to do the conversion of gigajoules <laughs> to what it takes to run a household of five. See, and I just couldn't figure it out. Reading is different difficult for me math and physics and stuff like that i understand better somehow i jose, don't know why jose you're smarter than me i cheated to get through high school on math <laughs> <laughs> fucking cheated hard i Damn. hate math i'll take I, care of the lore you take care of the numbers there you go oh uh, don't, no don't put this on it's me. a partner it's a partnership congrats jose let's go chat gpt <laughs> hell yeah also sam that's not surprising that's his girl True. So who do you think if you start a run count, who by the end of Thousand Blower will have defeated the most Sternbenders? Not counting Yuha, right? Let's not pull some bullshit. Kimpachi has a really Kimpachi good lead. Has, yeah, but his is four. Where, where, if we count Byakuya, he defeated three. Technically four, right? Because Pepe, no, no, no. Pepe was beat by technically yeah. Mayuri. Yeah, yeah. Technically Mayuri and on finished off by Lil Toto. Yeah, yeah. So I would say defeated if you like beat them in a fight, you know, and like you, you, you move on. You, you live to tell the day. Because like Cause, he and Toshiro and Kimpachi have the three piece combo, but they don't beat Gerard. Yeah, yeah. They just freeze. So, like, so Biakia stays at three. That's where he maxes out. Biakia's at three. Kimpachi's old at man? four. Yama. Yeah, old man Yama took out a couple, right? No, he took out one, and then he took out the the copy. Oh yeah, yeah. So that's two. Yeah. Biakia did better than Yama. Confirmed. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, Are those Rukich. the front runners? There's nobody else that has done uh, more than one. I mean, Ichigo toyed Ichigo. with them, but he didn't beat anybody. He wasn't trying to kill anybody. Interesting. Uh, I think Ichigo's so yeah. Ichigo's so fucking strong. He wasn't trying to kill someone. He still cut off Candice's arm. I feel like there's. I love how he's like, "Yo, get out of the way, yeah. dumbass." I feel like there's so many stern winners, and that's wild that most of them, uh, most of the other soul reapers, only have one. But I guess a lot of them get kind of, you know, excommunicado. So yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm... we know how Basby dies. Mm-hmm. Fuck that. We know how Robert Acutron dies. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Which it was better, really better than it. he could have been meat grinded by Biakia. So he should be counting his lucky stars. I mean, Ganju survived. True. True, true, true. Ganju stronger than Biaki. Maybe Biaki wanted to keep Ganju alive for interrogation purposes, though. Ooh, uh, he, that is true. He, he's not Shun, so he was just like, fuck, I missed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Didn't hit any of the vitals, goddammit. So I forget the name. I think it was called, like, the Wake of Mundo Chronicles. This was back in, like, 2007. It was an old Bleach Bridge series. There's, there was a, there's that scene where Tosin cuts off Grim Zhao's arm, and it just cuts to him. He goes, goddamn, I missed. <laughs> That's hilarious. I think about every time someone misses, I think of that. He's just like, shit, if I wasn't blind. So we have a very small change from anime to manga. In the manga, Lil Toto and Mineas, they are covered in bruises because they, I think, had also been fighting Byakuya. But in the anime, they they are, they stayed back and they are completely fine. Okay. That's okay. cool. That makes sense. It's You don't want to animate a five on one. Nanana Najiku talking about uh, there's no openings in Byakuya's Reishi. Maybe we talk about that later when Aizen shows up. Mm, okay. Okay. Because it's interesting Byakuya can do a thing that Aizen can't. Interesting. Oh, my okay. God. We'll get there probably next season. Love that. So next year. Yeah. Gosh. I don't want to wait till next year. It's better, but it's better that we're getting it year to year. Some animes you have to wait a long fucking time yeah, for next yeah. season. There's a massive so we'll take the year to year to year. That's fine. Wasn't it like four years between Attack on Titan season one and two? Well, and it, it, for even a worse like one, Devil is a part timer. Season two was like oh yeah, that was ten, ten years. years or something like that. I still haven't even seen part two yet. And have I they made? One. Have they made season two of No Game No Life yet? Nope. No, they nope. talked about it. I think once, and that's it. Mm-hmm. So I guess it's better than it could be. Yeah. Yeah. And 
here's one of my many mentions of fuck Pepe. All my homies hate Pepe. And my mention of the R&B song. So here's a really cool change from the manga to the anime that I think is fucking hilarious. In the manga, Kensei was not in his Bankai. Oh, okay. okay. They were just like, hey, what if Mayuri wanted to punch him harder? I feel like one of the animators was like, hey, fuck Pepe, right? Let's go. Fuck this dude. Let's beat his ass. It's like (laughs) we'll have Kensei go Bankai and fucking clobber him. Just imagine this guy was wronged by a Pepe once in his life. And I feel like I kind of like that sometimes where... Kensei's Bankai is potentially a strong Bankai with explosions and like, like that close range, but he just unfortunately went against Master Masculine and got fucked, you know? So I like that they showed it against Pepe and it's like, yeah, look, he beat it his ass. It was extremely effective. Mm-hmm. Also, as a fan of boxing, I fucking love Hajime no Ippo. Get, well, having a guy whose Bankai is I punch hard is the best. Mm-hmm. It's sick. I wish he got more dubs. So the, the last scene where Lil Toto is eating Pepe it's actually the first two pages of the next chapter, which Ooh. is a five, which is five ninety seven, and then to show you how weird it is, where they skipped a scene, uh, Yuha and the and the gang entering the Soul Palace is a five eighty eight. Oh, but I think the anime version is just better. I agree. Yeah, I do. I do like the way that this ended. All of the stuff we went, we just went through is sprinkled in between fights with uh, Squad Zero. I, I like we're going to get it all at once. It's going to be hype. Yeah. Yeah, this is way better. It just it sets up the pacing, and it kind of sets up for that climactic battle at the end, which we've been talking about for the past 8 million episodes, where it's like that battle being the end is going to be fucking hype. I oh, cannot wait to so see that fucking good. sword. And you know they're going to extend a lot of the fights as well, especially because oh, we have three yeah. episodes and we're going right into it. The, the after credits thing, we're going to go right to Squad Zero. You know they're going to extend a whole bunch of it. It's going to be sick. Oetsu's got that sword that he cannot keep in the sheath. It's just in the backpack full of water, and I can't wait to see it. <laughs> <laughs> I so let's let's go. So we know pretty much what this what the premise of the next three episodes are going to be. Right now that we're setting it up on the right timeline. So Pythes, now that you know, we're literally next episode hopping into Squad Zero territory. Finally. Where do you where do you think it's going to end? It is either going to end as the creation of the Varvelt or it will end on Aizen. I agree. I feel like it's closer to Aizen than anything. Now, can I ask a really dumb question that's going to potentially be a spoiler? What is <laughs> the creation of the Varvelt? Uh, so, uh, what's his name? Uh, Yuha beats the shit out of Ichibe and then uh, creates his own sort of soul palace called the Varvelt, which is above soul society. Hmm. It's okay. what he turns the, the Soul King Palace into. Okay, okay, okay. okay. Got it. I'm just horrible with names. So I was like, what the fuck is a Farvel? I saw in one of the leaks, which is could be entirely incorrect, that it will end with Ichigo uh, slashing the Soul King. I don't. I maybe I'm because the timeline like that kind of works. I don't remember because I'm trying not to go too far ahead. So it's all fresh for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. That, uh, that's just what I saw. That and would be a hell of an ending. Yeah, I, I didn't know if that would be too far out. I know we've talked about it before. I brought it up, and I we I think we were both like, nah, that's kind of far out. But that's what I've seen floating around the internet. Then again, all of the stuff I'm thinking about in the future is like about to happen. Yeah. Because like the Ash Wallen's going to happen soon. We have to get the Varvelt. We have to get... We have to get everybody up to the Soul King Palace. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So uh, I that could happen. Okay, and they do want to end on a shock. Yeah. Last, I'm, uh, last I'm, season was, uh, hey, who are you? You want to hang out with us? We're cool. Yeah, that was the final shocker. Yeah, I'm going to go with that. I think that's cool. Yeah. Damn, that's going to be insane if that's how it ends. Okay, you know, I'm going to amend my statement and say last shot will be Ichigo stabbing the Soul King. Cut to darkness. Uh, Aizen's eyes open in the Mukin, and that's how it'll end. That'd be so hey. sick. It would be sick if it ends with Shunsui coming to visit him. And it's basically like that conversation that they have where Aizen's like, oh, so you came to me, huh? You can't, you can't crawling back. Do you really think Soul Society still be here in like 100 million years or whatever? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It would be cool if like the last... Uh, line was something like, "So how many keys do they give you?" Or like, yeah, yeah like, what, like what permission do they give you? Like, and then it just cuts. That'd be fucking sick. To, to him smirking too. Yeah, classic Marvel. Eisen will return in <laughs> <laughs> in Bleach Core, Core Three Core in twenty twenty four. 
they could they, okay so do you remember the all the the hubbub when uh, the first transformers movie came out and like the classic transformers theme song was not in it no i do not remember any of that okay yeah so 2007 i think transformers this... one comes out the you know with shia yeah the the oh, og no. transformers theme. The eyes thing yeah yeah that song is not in it people are mad and they go you could just market the second movie by saying that they put the theme song in true like mm-hmm, true. Mm-hmm. You, you don't need any screenshots you don't need anything uh thousand year blood war core three hey eisen's in this one <laughs> yeah. uh, yep. anything else we want to talk about for the bleach episode uh so it was unintentionally funny but like so my the, my yuri's about to cure the zombies right or no the zombie kensei and rose and rongi who they're about to attack my yuri and then it cuts to Biakia. i laughed my ass off when kensei and rose just showed up because like we don't need to know how Mayuri saved him because, of course, he could. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't think they were going to show it because I feel like it was self-explanatory. Eventually, probably defeat him, did the same fucking thing that he did Toshiro. In this time, where is Toshiro? Eh. And Rangiku. Being, being healed. Okay. Yeah, being fucked off somewhere well, else. Because he gets fully restored, right? Almost immediately? I think it takes time. Okay. Takes Once again, that drip, that's the best look Toshiro's ever had. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that drip and the fighting style together made it fucking 10 out of 10 Toshiro. He's what, wearing I, the Stern Ritter outfit, right? Yeah. Stern Ritter outfit, he's got the fur, he's got the silver buttons. Yeah. I'm just pissy. The... I'm pissy that I do not have him in Brave Souls. Really? You don't have it? <laughs> I don't have him. I'm sorry. Missing out. One of the coolest effects on any of the characters, that purple glow. It's so good. They did make the ice purple, though. Oh, that's cool. I, worth it, worth it, worth it. They put a little bit of nod, a little nod in there. <laughs> yeah, the Bleach anime has a nod to Brave Souls. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You got to you gotta pay respects to the mobile game that was just going strong the whole time. For like, like 10 years. Air. Or no, how long How long's it been? 10 years. 10 years? Nah. Mm-hmm. Holy fuck. I was not there for most of it. <laughs> yeah, oh, well, Bleach, Bleach is Bleach Brave Souls, if you're asking how long that's been. They just had their 8th anniversary. Oh, eight, yeah. I think we showed up around fifth anniversary. For Bleach Brave Souls, the first time I ever loaded up to play was because Jose was playing, and it was for the fucking Quincy version of Ichigo for the anniversary. Yes, I think it was the fourth anniversary then. I love that look. Cool look, shitty unit. So yeah. that's why they had to remake it. Really? Is that... Yeah. I remember very, very distinctly you relying on that dude... Yeah, because it was the only unit that fit the fucking Senkaimon Pythes, and I didn't want to use him. He's a piece of shit. I nah, barely man. was able. I was there early, early Sam streams. You talked about how that's the best character in the game. Why would you ever use anybody else? Because he was the only unit I had. Like I said, I loaded up to get that unit. I literally didn't know how to play the game. I loaded up and got whatever beginner orbs I had, spent it all on that fucking banner so I could have him. Because, like, oh, it's an anniversary unit. It's going to be fucking rare. So I loaded up to get it and never touched the game again. Didn't understand how to play. That's also when we would roll on premium summons and didn't know we were getting shit. Oh, yeah. That was funny as shit. Which is still Uh, a classic maneuver to to this day. Yep. I I cannot remember who his name was, but he's one of the absolute chads in the stream who will just pay Sam to roll on premium banners. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, fucking gambling addicts in that. Did you ever ever get anybody from that? Uh, No, no, never. Damn, even... even Fate Granddaughter will give you pity on like a like a story banner. There's the new banner that's coming out for Bleach Brave Souls that is um Okura, Yami and fuck uh who's Zamari. Um they them again which will really yeah. Okura and Yami again. Zamari doesn't really get that many units, but I think every 3 steps you get a guaranteed 5 star now. Huh. I saw that. That's kind of hype. Yeah, oh totally, totally. I have 500 that I can roll. I have, so if that's the way they're going to go, that's way better. It makes it I a little nothing. bit easier, not as taxing. I spent it all until I got Bambi, the new one. Smart. It's good. Good move. That, that, that's a good one. I had, yeah, I had to do what I had to do, man. <laughs> going to go crazy when Lil Toto comes out. Going to go crazy when Pepe comes out, baby. Dude, Pepe's going to be the ultimate meme character. You need to get Pepe five out of five and just join people's lobbies. Oh, my God. No. Yes, sir. Max Transcend, Pepe. Yes, sir. (laughs) The best part is if what if he is actually the best character in the game? Dude. Dude, that that would be so I always think about that. Like, they need to release a top-tier character that people fucking hate because you know they're going to use them. They have to use them at that point. Him and Loopy. 
people like Loopy. Loopy actually has a pretty decent chunk of people I because he's uh, relevant in one of the novels. Can't figure your own world. Can't figure your own world. He yeah. We'll get there. So he's cool. yeah, he's he's got a good fan base. That novel is why I think Lil Toto is so cool. Damn, cool. there you go. She's in the <sighs> top five of my favorite Stern Raiders, man. I'm just gonna bite the bullet and read them soon. Story time with Pythes is gonna happen. I feel like though, top five for Stern Raider, there's not a, that many good Stern Raiders to pick from, so that's pretty easy for Lil Toto to make its way up there. This is this is true, but then I'm like, well, do I like Bambi or do I like Bambi as a zombie? So no, we, don't, we don't like Bambi as a zombie. Come on. We, no, we like, like Bambi. We like regular Bambi. Mm. Yeah, but this Bambi's got like a different kind of BDSM thing going on. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, dude. All right. All right. Um, uh, on with your notes, Pythes. Anything else you want to touch on? Uh, no, that was it. Oh, all right. Love all that. Right. Love that. All right. on the BDSM. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love you, Pythes. You're the best, yeah. dude. You're welcome. Jesus. Okay, well, we'll call it on that one. Um, of course, if you guys want any more information, you want to communicate with us more, the best place to reach out, um, number one, join the Discord. Number two, follow us on Instagram, Twitter, um, threads. If you want to be really a hipster, I suppose, you can join us on threads. Aside from that, make sure you guys are liking and subscribing the video. Once again, the support has been incredible. We do appreciate you guys. We will be back next week for the um, penultimate episode yeah because the what the last one's a two-parter it's a two-parter but it's all released at the same time mm-hmm. so it's a mega episode so we will see you guys then if you guys have any questions for us feel free to leave them in the comments and we'll be sleuthing around looking in there until then we'll see you guys next time bye everybody Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. When you visit Arizona, time is measured in moments, not minutes. Like the moment your work stress disappears as you kayak through the canyons. Or the moment you discover the life-changing effects of prickly pear chocolate. But nothing beats the moment you see the Grand Canyon for the very first time. Visit a new state of mind. Learn more at hereyouareaz.com.